Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Real Rant, the place where we like to rant about the real stuff. My name is Brennan McGee, and I'm your host. Hey, everybody. Hope you're all doing well. I've got another episode for you today that is from a terrific filmmaker out in the United States of America, located in New Orleans, <laughs> or they say New Orleans or New Orleans, however you pronounce it, whatever you like. There you go. You have all the versions that I know, at least three. I have filmmaker Rachel Jacob on the show today. This one was another absolute banger of an episode. <laughs> getting used to my British slang. Um, yeah, it was a great episode. We talked about a lot about authenticity and where does one come from and paying your dues in the film industry and what that all kind of looks like for you as an individual and what classic Hollywood wants for us as filmmakers coming up in the business. You will find out that I very much disagree with this ideology, um, the classic Hollywood ideology, um, because I find it a bit intimidating. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Um, more than welcome to send me an email about it. <laughs> But anyways, on with the show. I just want to remind everybody they can follow me on Twitter at the Real Rant Pod or on Instagram at the Real Rant, all one word, or you can send me an email at the Real Rant Podcast at gmail.com. If you're a fan, filmmaker, or a creator, or someone who works in front of or behind the camera, go ahead and get in touch with me. I'd love to hear from you. Who knows? Maybe we can have you on the show. If you want to help out the show a little bit, you can go ahead and click the link on my Patreon down below in the show notes. If you want to go ahead and help out the show a little bit more, you can go ahead and give us a five-star review on whatever listening platform you're listening to us on right now. Or don't. Art is subjective. Do what you want. <laughs> but I would really hope that you'd uh, understand where I'm coming from when I create my art and where it, where it comes. It comes from the heart, team. That's where it comes from. And I'm giving it to you <laughs> for free, hopefully. I mean, you can pay for it if you want to. You, can, you don't have to pay me. You can just, I don't know, pay somebody. <laughs> I just want people to consume this stuff. It's, uh, it's for everyone's benefit and my own, actually. It's late here, team. It's really late. <laughs> Anyways, and if you want me to come back and entertain your eardrums for the foreseeable future, you can go ahead and hit that subscribe button for me. That'd be awesome. All right, and with that, may it present to you filmmaker Rachel Jacob. How you doing, Rachel? I'm good. How are you, Brendan? This is great to be here. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, we've been working on this for a while. We've been trying to get you on the show. Um, yeah. I don't know. We met. We met on the. We met in one of those positive coffee talk. I think with uh, with David Wilkins. The, yes, he's great. The uh, star. Yeah, the star of the film Last Call. Yes, it's a great room on the House of Clubs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a pretty good guy, and I was just like, I heard you talk, and you're like, I'm a filmmaker, and I was like, it's right up my alley about people who I talk to and inspire myself to go out and uh, hopefully inspire other people. But I mean, I think ultimately this show has basically just turned into like people telling me about how successful they are, so that way I get my ass <laughs> off the couch. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well. <laughs> I don't know. I love I love the podcast. So I've listened I've listened to a few now. You just have you just had that actress on, which yeah. I was listening to before I hopped on today, which was very nice. Yeah, Jamie Kirsten Kristen Howard. I can't, yeah. I wanted to keep saying Kirsten, but no, she's she's 
she's a great person that well she's a i feel like actors and i'm sure you could probably jump in here as well but i feel like actors they're they they have their life almost figured out (laughs) like in a way i feel like they're very well put together people in in some capacity at least the ones i've met yeah the ones that i know like they know what they want who are the ones who are going hard and crushing it yeah totally I feel like there is a essence of, um, I don't know, like maybe they just, maybe they're just, they just know they're better than all. No, I'm <laughs> just joking. <laughs> but no, I, I seriously, I think like um, maybe you could speak to this as well. This is something we talked about in that episode where we talked about, um, you know, part of the reason why I want to be a director is because I'm absolutely fascinated with human beings. Mm. Um, and actors just happen to be those types of people. Um, and they definitely, um, I don't know, like they, they have something that I don't, and I want to know why they have that thing. Not that I want it myself. It's just, you know, something that I find fascinating the same way I find flat earthers fascinating. Not that they're on the same, (laughs) not that they're on the same keel in any capacity. Yeah, Yeah. but they are, but they're fascinating individuals and they live life, some of them to the fullest, um, and at a very even keel as well at the same time. And it's very, I don't know, what are your experience with actors? I guess that could be my first question for you. Well, <laughs> on, to be honest, I feel like I've, I've met a range, um, mm-hmm. you know, from the top tier down to the people just, you know, trying to get those day playing roles. Um, and then also do, having done acting myself and loving it. Um, but, you know, I think you never know what you're going to get. That's what I feel like with actors, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, some are just the most down-to-earth, normal, awesome people who are in it to be part of the team and they want the whole project to go well. And then some are just really high-maintenance and it's exhausting, but, you know, that's okay. I mean, like, that's everybody in every field, I think, you know? Yeah. It's all kinds. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think um, I've met, I've I've only worked on indie productions, but I've met um, people on indie productions that are so high maintenance. Like it doesn't make any sense. You're like, buddy, come on, we're all we're all here to like break each other's backs, yeah, uh, and to just have a good time because at the end of the day, who knows where this indie project is going to end up, anyways? Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. So why not just have a good laugh at the end of the day? But. Yeah, it's so interesting. I feel like sometimes more like the top tier, like A-listers are way more chill, way more down to earth Mm. than some of the, you know, the people who are, I guess, want to be there and are not. And I get get that because it can be frustrating. It's like super frustrating, right? But like, Mm -hmm. man, sometimes it's like, (laughs) no, I I was going to say the one, but the ones who I work with closely and all the time who are like doing well and like really breaking in or at the they're breaking into the biz you know at this point they are just the best the best shout out to jeremy dean uh but yeah like just some of the best people that i've had like the good fortune of falling in with so yeah that's that's all i was gonna say (laughs) well i i was just gonna lead up to you know after what you said do you think that that essence of being at the tippy top of the the spectrum, I guess, um, of actors. Do you think that just comes to being, you know, having the moolah, that safety to not have to 
keep on working. I mean, this is a conversation I literally just had with my partner. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like five minutes ago. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they're not all like that, but I definitely think a lot of the, like the, the, a lot of the ones that I've met have been very normal and down the earth. And I think the fact that they have made it absolutely helps, you know? Um, but then you also meet the ones who are like, we'll do anything to stay, to keep that, you know, to keep that going. And like, on the on the on an art artistic level absolutely like you want that you know whatever but then it can turn into it can turn into some weird things i think we've all seen some weird stuff on instagram but like you know that's okay (laughs) i can't talk i'm sure i've put weird stuff on instagram you know so um i think we're all just i think it's just that artist restless spirit that everybody has a different way of manifesting and you know you can get caught up in things or whatever so yeah do you find that you yourself are restless and maybe like when you're about to like hit the hay at night you kind of like um you find yourself like grabbing your phone after you've shut your eyes and been just like oh shit I gotta write something down otherwise I'm gonna forget and and this that or the other won't get fixed for tomorrow oh yes 100 percent. I definitely experienced that a lot and you know, I'm, I'm definitely a night person anyway, so it doesn't help that, like, my brain's going a million miles a minute, you know, at 2 o'clock in the morning. But, you know, I got to write. And, you know, I got to write. So I have to write. I write. I'll write whatever, you know, there's a couple projects I'm working on right now. So, like, I'll either force myself to get into one of those or jot down a few notes or, uh, I mean occasionally start something new but I try not to start too many new things if I really know that it's you know I'm just I'm bullshitting (laughs) yeah so yeah but no yeah rest or you know like oh I have this this and this or I need to do this this and this is like thinking like I feel like my brain is not all the way on until like two o'clock in the afternoon anyway and so it's like oh I need to do this 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 I'm just one of those like functions better later in the day people but um yeah, like I, I'm like I'm con. I like I want to create stories. Like I, I have to tell stories. I have these things I have to get out. You know. Um. So yeah, little by little. And has that has has that always been a thing for you? This this need to I guess tell stories. This like where did that come from? Where where do you think that uh, where where did that manifest for you? Um. I think I couldn't, I think it wasn't so obvious to me for a really long time, but I I thought it definitely came from my dad and, um, being, I, growing up around the film industry because my dad's in it, a lot of his, my dad's side of the family is in the industry in one capacity or the other. Um, and he sort of brought us up and my mom too. But uh, definitely more my dad's influence brought us up on, like, the Hollywood classics, like Golden Age of Hollywood, you know, old films, uh, and he would explain things when we watched them. And, like, he would, um, (laughs) yeah, he would be like, oh, this is, you know, this director did this for this reason or, like, this. Pause for a sec. (laughs) I have to ask, is that something that you found irritating? Because I'm going to have kids soon, and my fiancé hates that. Uh, I think I think it's a personality thing whether or not you're going to like that. I loved it. Like, my dad, I, like, one of the best ones, I, the best, like, I think the thing that hit it, hit it for me the most, which is kind of funny in a sense, but, like, when I was, like, seven or eight, my dad, like, I would go to, like, I shared a room with m- one of my little sisters, and we would, 
I would pretend to go to sleep. And then after like 30 minutes after my little sister fell asleep, he would come wake me up for like two weeks. And we w- we watched, he introduced me to Star Wars, like the original trilogy. Oh, and we would man. watch it in like 30 minute increments over like a period of two weeks. And I was fascinated. And he would explain stuff about, like, George Lucas. And he would be like, oh, this is an homage to 2001. I didn't know what he was talking about. You know, like, whatever. Like, all this stuff. Like, this is some of where the artwork came from. Blah, 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 blah. His inspirations. Um, And I I think that made... Star Wars made my imagination explode when I was a little kid. And I loved it. I still do. Um... And I'm forever grateful for that. That's one of my one, one, you know, huge fond memories of my childhood with my father. But then later, you know, as as I got older and, you know, was introduced to newer things, like he showed me 2001, A Space Odyssey by Kubrick when I was older. And I was just like, this is visual. I mean, this is cinema. Like, this is storytelling, like whatever. And I always sort of had the bug in one way or another uh, with wanting to do stuff, you know, did a lot of theater uh uh, especially in college and uh, just always, always had that bug. I didn't, I didn't try, I like tried this as a career like a few times. So it was never like fully committed because of the fear, mm-hmm. because of the, you know how it goes. And like the self I know exactly how it goes. Yeah, exactly. And it was just like, duh, duh, duh. and now like I get, I get, cause I, I was in the business for a long time and I, I mean, I, at the very, very bottom, right? Like I started in the, the AD department, um, I was a PA, I did all the positions of the, of PAing multiple times, like on, you know, the indie stuff to the really big studio stuff, um, which, and I learned so much and I'm so grateful for some of the awesome mentors that I had, you know, in that area. And then, you know, did some, made some shorts and I don't know, I just, I, I don't think I had found my, and I'm still, I'm, st- I'm definitely still looking for it, but I think I've started to find my voice and started to find my way. And I hadn't really broken into writing or anything yet. Um, and then I took a break. I took a break from the industry because I got burned out big time. Like I was just hopping from show to show and like it was just really unhealthy. And sometimes it was really toxic environment. And it's way better now because I'm talking like, you know, this was like a decade ago. But um yeah, it's, 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 I don't know, like now it's like, it's this or death, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you said like a whole ton of shit that like, you know, you're a couple years older than me and you said like a whole ton of shit and I, that I can relate to. Yeah. Um, especially committing, committing to the bit, as I like to call it. Yeah. Um, and the bit is filmmaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah, like I said, like I literally had this conversation, you know, um, before we started talking, we talked about it a little bit, but I just had this conversation with my partner where it was just like, you know, I just started this new job and I'm kind of like, I know I'm not supposed to be here, but I feel like I'm here because of all the times that I told myself I shouldn't be filmmaking. And I feel like I'm still in this space because I couldn't commit to the bit. Mm-hmm. And I keep finding myself falling back five steps, you know, before I can take that one big step forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I and 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 I can imagine too for yourself having burnt out, you know. Did you feel like you fell back far enough that you were just like, well, fuck, I feel like I have to learn all this shit again, or do I need to rebuild those bridges again, or like, how long were you out for, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I guess it was. Uh, I'm trying to do the math. Probably like five years. I was out. 
Well, I don't know. That's that's it's more of just like I stopped doing it full time and I did would do things a little bit here and there. So it was never really a full five years or straight or anything like that. I would do like little dabbles or keep in touch or like whatever. But yeah, I was off doing other stuff. But I was <laughs> I got I got really miserable. Um but I mean so uh, falling far back enough did I have to uh no in a sense because I made some rules for myself about like I will not go back to the same place. Like it's e- I will either work at this level or I will not do it at all because I can't, I can't, you know, I just can't, I couldn't, I can't PA anymore. I can't like whatever. And not because I'm not willing. I mean, I could have joined the DGA. I had my days, you know, to get in as an AD, like whatever. But I was like, I do not want to do this. Like, and shout out to all the people who, who do, because we need ADs. We need those people. They are way more talented than I am in that area. And, you know, it's, it's awesome, but I couldn't do it. I, it's, it's, it was killing me eventually. I mean, like I needed it to learn. I needed it to be like whipped into shape. I needed it to pay my dues, you know, like you got to be at the bottom and you got to like, man, it's humbling. And sometimes it was horrible. And sometimes it was humiliating. And sometimes it was a total blast. You made some great, you know, connections, um, made great friends. Um, and sometimes it was a little, you know, it was a little rough, but I don't know. I just like, okay, I, since this, I've, I've learned, you kind of, I think if you want to learn what you want to do in the industry, join the AD department because you will learn every, everybody's job and what they need to do. And, and then you have to run, like you run around like a crazy person understanding how to organize the whole thing. Um, and it'll show you what you want, like, I feel like that's how people sort of like, and not everybody, right? Obviously, but like, I feel like a lot of people developed, develop where they want to go from there. And some, for some people, they continue in the, the AD line because firsting is a total blast. Um, and some, you know, some, uh, you know, people go off to like props or go off to, you know, hair and makeup or go off to like whatever. It's the, gr- I think it's the best department to learn in, uh, to get started in. Um, and it gives you a foundation for, any other department that you want to work in. Whereas if you start in another department, which is not a bad thing, especially if you already know, if you already know, kudos, I didn't. Um, but if you start in another department, you, it's, it's a little more insular, you know, it's, uh, you're in that department and you're not worried about other people's jobs or other people's departments or anything like that. It's only, you only need to know insofar as it affects yours. Um, so not that people don't know what other departments do. That's not what I mean. I'm just, I'm just meaning like, it's a more, it's a more like very focused, uh, pathway. So, um, all that to say, I, I set rules for myself and, and starting over, I think it was more, much more about reconnecting and building bridges and taking everything that I had learned, uh, from years, you know, past and years of doing, you know, the AD, AD department. I also did some casting, working in the casting department, uh, and then applying it and then moving forward, you know, like with, with more clarity, because now I know what I want to do, you know? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, from what I'm gathering, what you're saying is, is you maybe just took a step back cause you wanted to figure out if one, maybe you want to keep doing this and two, how do you want to approach it if you are going to keep doing it? 
And it sounds like to me you're someone who's just like, no, fuck this. Like, I want to do it on my own. Like, I've got – I played I played the game. I've done my – as you say, um, you paid your dues. Mm-hmm. And now you want to do your own thing. Yeah. Well, I and, mean, I think it's more – not so much like, you know, fuck it, I want to do it on my own. But more of like a – because I think you need you need people and you need a team and I want to work with people, but it's like, okay, but now I know like what it is, what it is specifically that I want to do. And I'm not going to let, you know, I think, I think it was an age thing too. Cause I was, you know, I was very young and like, and I just was on, I don't, it was like, I don't know how to, how to do this. And I mean, like, I still don't, I'm learning, but like, I've learned way more and I've applied way more. And I was just like, no, I can reach out. I can make this connection. I can go shoot this like I can go I can write this like I can whatever I can I can make my own stuff and then like find the people and the team who that I can believe in and that they can believe in me so it's more I think it's more that but yeah okay Mm -hmm. so you're you're not I guess I could say I don't I don't there are like how can I say this um there are a lot of people there are a lot of people that I know including myself who are almost in the space where they need permission to create. Um, And I mean, I'm at least that way right now. And I've Mm -hmm. been that way for, I think a long time, Um, you know, just because of family and other priorities and stuff like that. Um, Do you feel like you're in that space? I I, I don't, it doesn't seem like you're entirely. I feel like Uh, you you take, you're kind of like, well, I can go and shoot this. I get the Mm -hmm. sense that that's not really, yeah, I think really I had. I, I think I've. I think I've at least broken through part of that. You know, of like, well, let's. I mean, that that's kind of been like the past two years of you know, uh, uh, intentionally going out, meeting new people, making films, uh, working with organizations that want to hop on board, finding talent, finding a team really of people, and so. Uh, but it's it it's definitely only been at a certain level for me and I keep I keep wanting to you know I'm looking I'm looking to get it to that next level you know like now like now I'm now I'm just more it's more about I'm chomping at the bit to make mm-hmm. to make my features so yeah um that's that's kind of been my main focus is to 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 break into that and it's more of just like I'm I I I'm at the knock on every door stage you know so yeah um, You've got yeah. the fire. <laughs> got, I, I hope I've got the fire. I'm like, got to keep feeding the fire. But yeah. 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 I've, um, uh, you know, I, I've, I've spoken uh, to a couple of people about this as well, just because it's something that, you know, again, like something I deal with. Um, and I feel like other people as well, there's an essence of like, how on, how authentic are you when you walk into a space? Um, when you say you know you want to go meet these people because you could very easily just go sit on the couch and just watch shit that other people have made yeah you know what i mean i feel like we, we're that's instilled in us to enjoy the other things the fruits of other people's labor do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so you know for me like you can get caught in that loop and really really enjoy that <laughs> laying back yeah and you know and and you have an idea you know as creative people we have these ideas to want to go out and create we have these dreams we have these ideas to want to go out and create and and recreate the things that we see other people do Mm -hmm. and um but there there's an there's an essence of authenticity when it comes to forcing yourself off the couch to i guess walk into those spaces 
and and sometimes I I get frustrated with myself of whether or not you know I'm there for the right reasons. Am I there because I know that at some point if I make ten friends in this room tonight, mm-hmm. one of those statistically is probably going to do really well, mm-hmm. and and if so, I have that connection. Yeah, and. And am I making that connection because I am aware of that situation or am I making that connection um, because I actually want to be in the space with that person in those moments in time as they go through those things and then be there to congratulate them from the couch (laughs) (laughs) or, you know, or just, uh, you know, or be there as a friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for instance, like take our take our relationship. Right. Like, you know, um, I, I believe it to be authentic and you know in the times that we've spoken yeah. but at the same time there is within the creative world there is this thing where you know there is a fakeness do yeah. you know what I mean yeah yes where where it's <laughs> I'm sure you know um so there is like a fakeness that I feel like we you know have to somehow circle around it sometimes where we're just kind of like oh like I I know I don't necessarily feel like I really need to talk to this person, but I know that if I don't, I'll regret it. You know. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you kind of get what I'm talking um, about? Yeah, I do. do you ever... Um, I, I think for me, it's been more like because I've gotten to see so much of the fakeness and I've been burned mm-hmm. a lot by it. I I mean I hate it. I hate it. And <laughs> I mean the goal is always to be the most authentic, right? But then I think it's also, you know, being willing to be honest about uh like it's okay to go seek out a business relationship, you know? And like yeah. as long as that's a, like a point of clarity or you know, like an understood, you know, common denominator between the two parties, that's a great thing. And maybe that turns into something later. But I guess for Mm -hmm. me, it's just more about like trying to find the people who, I don't know, when I meet people, I'm looking for how real are they? How, like, do we vibe? Like, how how well do we vibe? Mm -hmm. Um, How much can I believe in what they're doing? And do I want to be a part of it? And then do they show the same enthusiasm for me? And like, could we... You know, we don't have to be best friends with everyone that we meet or, or all of our business relationships. But it's also it's even better when you know that you could vibe with someone or chill outside of a work situation. Let's go grab drinks. Let's go have lunch, like like whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Or just talk, you know, talk on the side. Um, like even like when we were talking on Friday, we were on for almost an yeah, hour, yeah. which is like I didn't even realize <laughs> it, which was so yeah. fun. Um, but I, you know, I just, I, I, I look for that because if you don't have that, I feel I've come to learn that it tends to be a waste of time for both you and them. And it's like, I just, Mm -hmm. I don't have time, man. I'm, I don't have time because I'm tired. I'm tired (laughs) of, you know, I'm tired. I'm tired of, uh, cause I, I know I've had, cause I have made the mistake before of trying to force a relationship or try and force a like, please, you know, like, you know, I guess, I guess, you know, trying, I guess you can come across as desperate, if you will. And it's like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I am. I am. But <laughs> not really. But you know what I mean? Like, it, it, and it's and it and it's got a bad flavor. And it's like, OK, well, you know, and just to let let stuff go if, you know, if you don't if you don't vibe. And so I that I think that helps you be authentic because you don't have to put on some weird front. And then. Mm-hmm you can re- like receive authenticity from 
other people or like it's very clear when they're not being authentic as well i hope Mm -hmm. that made sense (laughs) no i mean i got something out of it yeah yeah i think i think what i got from it is like basically you value you value trust like just like anybody else like especially in a business or friendship or because that's the that's the there is such a difficulty with you know being creative like i keep going back to it but there is such a difficulty in being creative and finding you know a place where you can be like i want to be creative with you but i because that's something that speaks to me from my heart like you know because you know that connection to being creative is so close to your heart and your mind and those things are not associated with like business 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 you know what i mean so it is really difficult to to go all right like let's be friends and create something and then it gets real fucking you know real yeah when you're on set and you're like well i don't like the way you're doing that and you're like well you know that's just Mm -hmm. the kind of the way i like it you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. there is there is that issue of like you know you could really like somebody as a person and really trust who they are as a person but can you have that combination of the two things you know what are the expectations (laughs) what are the expectations of said relationship between the two you know friendship or there be business because business is great i'd love to go into every relationship being just business when i want to be a filmmaker yeah but i'm i'd you know i'll be a little bit you know humble a little bit and and say that i i'm a really nice guy (laughs) you are 100 (laughs) percent and and i I don't like and i I find it really hard to separate my heart when i go into a space where i want to make connections and i want to meet people yeah but i also you know i I, i've always said you know especially before i met my partner that like (laughs) even if a girl even if i had like you know been with some woman and it was just a very casual one-time thing, I would still be the guy that showed up with the doors and the next day with the flowers because that's just who I am. Yeah. It's not – I'm not associating a sexual one-time relationship with business. It's just No, more, I know. <laughs> I didn't think that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just more – it's just more, um, you know – That's you. It's just yeah. hard it's, – it's hard to draw the line between – you know, when you're creative and you want to make friends, but mm-hmm. you also like know that shit has to get done. Yeah. I don't know. No, <laughs> I don't yeah, know exactly. Thoughts on that. <laughs> no, I do because I've actually, you know, had some trial and error in that type of situation mm. where, you know, you meet some people, they vibe well, they're in the industry. Okay. You want to, you want to work together. You want to create together. You, you, you plan the project and then you get to set and it's, a shit show you know and it's like oh my god oh no like, oh no and then it's just the tension and the awkwardness and how do you oh man and you just you know it's yeah it's a little bit of trial and error and that's not fun so yeah i think it i think it's also can you maintain a, a work you know so i think for, i think it's i think you're gonna have like three categories of this i think you're gonna have the people who you're friends with and who are creatives but you shouldn't work together you're going to have the people who you're not going to really be chilling outside of the office or the set or like whatever but you work really well together and you can like you you go to work and create and then you've got that rare middle where you can be friends and create together and that's the golden spot right that's the sweet spot that's what everybody's always looking for but i think you you need all three um you need all three. Yeah. <laughs> so, do yeah. you find mm-hmm. do you find that um, have you ever found yourself uh, sacrificing in a space where you're being creative to 
continue that relationship with that individual like say you're on set and you don't agree with something and you hold back your intentions yes because of the fact that you want to maintain that you know maintain that friendship regardless but also like in that space you could also second guess yourself and be like well maybe they actually do have a good opinion here and maybe i'm just being fucking stubborn yeah i mean there's there's two sides to that coin yes i don't know maybe yes (laughs) yes i have definitely done that probably too much um and i think it's i think it all depends on what you value the most or like what needs to be done and so like i've i've found that i've made i've sacrificed some work quality for stuff like that for people who i shouldn't have which is i think what what has been which has been the learning curve and i actually have um i don't know i think i think it just depends it de- honestly it depends on who the person is to you and and like how much you know and trust them and how much you want and need them in their life and like why like why the decision is being made so i think i think it's not like oh it's always the wrong choice or it's always the right choice you know, I think it really just, well, you never on. know. That's... Yeah, exactly. You never know. And you're going to, you're really not going to find out till afterwards. But I think, I think I, I I would just go with listening to your gut a little bit more because my, I've fought my gut a few times and, <laughs> and, and made the wrong decision, whether it was, you know, you know, ruining a relationship for work or whether it was ruining work for a relationship so yeah um you know and i'm not talking about like epic dramatic oh my gosh things but like you know it's just you're like oh man you know like i messed up or you know yeah so i I, it's i wish there was a hard and fast rule but there really isn't (laughs) (laughs) just you just kind of have to let it see what happens and let the work hopefully speak for itself because like there's so many movies that i know you know and movies that i probably the same movies probably too um that like we know the behind the scenes of what went on about those films but they still managed to make the best films that we've ever seen yeah that's you know true. what i mean yes yeah that's true <laughs> i mean yeah. i mean uh i mean i've i've spoken we we spoke about apocalypse now not you and me but i've spoken about apocalypse now on this podcast before and um i notoriously don't like the last half of that movie and it's mainly because i can feel I can feel that it's a mess up until yeah. that point, but it's but it's the journey that you go on through the beginning of it feels so authentic. Not only mm-hmm. just because of the filmmaker himself is such an authentic person, but also too like um, you know it's it you feel like everybody's there for the right reasons. But by the time you get to the end, you you have that relationship where Francis Ford Coppola wants to work with Marlon Brando, but he doesn't know how to work with him. <laughs> yeah. So he has to sacrifice his art to you know basically do his best you know what i mean but um... yeah well and i think on that level too it's it's just a <laughs> man it's just it's, a, it, yeah it's something else <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah yeah now in regards to like relationships um because i i've definitely like sacrificed relationships in the past due to my creativity and it's just because i can't stand back and you know take a second and be like oh fuck i'm really not spending enough time with this person or i am not in the space with this person while i'm supposed to be i'm not checking out or clocking out um do you find that you know being as busy as you are being as creative as you want to be in your life do you find that your relationships have been 
I don't know, affected in any way? Or do, are you good at, I mean, I don't know, like, are you learning how to balance them? Where are you with all of that? I think I'm still learning. I, de- I, th- I definitely think this year I've, like, my goal has been to been growing, to be, to, oh, wow. Blah, blah, blah. My goal <laughs> has to, you know, has been to, to grow more in this area because, and to be clearer with people about, like, whatever. So, you know, I, I, uh, I've been I've been being more upfront with friends and family about like I guys I'm in this phase right now I I am 100% needed to be need to be dedicated to like the craft and that doesn't mean cutting anyone off or cutting one out of my life or anything like that or like stopping relationships it just means like hey give me a second so that I can get on a roll and and that's why I'm not like ignoring you I'm not what I don't it's not that I don't want to be friends anymore I don't want to see you but it's just and it's really just this like it's very recent I mean like this was sort of like I I hate the term but like new year's re- resolution you know if it was, like to start saying no to other things that are taking away from my my time and my need to focus on getting these projects up and running so that you know I can be doing the things that I love and also have the time and emotional energy to give to uh, my friends and family. So, and, it's, and, and, I, and I, I, I'm aware that that could, could potentially make me sound like a total jerk for people, you know, for people who don't know me and like, don't know what I've been like doing, but like, I, like I have worked on everyone else's projects. Like I've, I, and I, and I am so, I want to help you. I want to, I want you to succeed. I, you know, like, let's do it. I'm that type of person. So it's very, actually very hard for me to say no to people. And that's like been my, probably like the last three months of just like hey i if i can't if it's if 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 it's going to be this extra major strain or extra major like whatever and that takes away from this sort of like momentum that i'm trying to build up i can't do it right now i'm i I will i'll come back to it and we'll we'll get going but yeah it's not and it's it's not it doesn't come from a place of like oh no it's all about me and my projects and like no I'm taking people with me I want all the best people to come with me I want all the people closest to me to come with me I want all the people I've been working with to come with me like that's the goal because you know I, I keep hearing kind of like this is a little bit of a tangent but like I've been hearing a lot of people talk lately about how like you know Hollywood's not the same anymore and it's not this it's like becoming less and less less and less this insular group where you have to be in LA and you have to break into the studio system and all this stuff and like while great yeah I would love to end up with like you know Paramount picking up my stuff like that's awesome I would yes 100% want to get there but like it's way more about the team like the team of people that you surround yourself with the creatives that you surround yourself with and that want to make you want to make content with and do well with um and and you can you can do it i mean like i mean youtube has exploded like the indie world is, has exploded in a way that you know was not really done in the past and and i i love that because it's just more it's just more opportunity for more people but it's also like okay it's like you said about you know weeding out those relationships the trust factor all of that stuff you know making sure your your team of people is you know that group that that middle golden group um and then uh and then just like you gotta go hardcore you gotta go hardcore you gotta you gotta uh 
do it till you die or you will die. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't mean, and, and it's not to the point, like you got, everybody needs, I'm not for, I'm not for like the toxicity of, you know, 18 hour days on set and like the, you know, the, no one has time for any type of like balanced lifestyle, like healthy living, eating, breathing, sleeping relationships. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not an advocate. I'm like definitely against all of that. Uh, the abuse <laughs> of that. But, um, you know, it's more of like a, when you when you i don't know when you get the fire you gotta go like you know when you when you're on it you gotta go and it's just like okay well if i'm gonna take my my craft seriously my stories seriously and like all this stuff okay then i have to do them i can't be like well my shit's crap so i'll make someone else's instead and that's that was my attitude for a really long time of like well i don't know if mine's good enough but i can make someone else's and then it's not on Mm. me you know it's not on me if it sucks and it's and it's and and then it's not it's also not on me if it's great you know but like um but i'm you know i don't know so but it's 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 i feel like i'm jumping off a cliff in the sense of oh my gosh i have like i'm I'm putting my stuff out there and it is scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Well, I mean, drafting the email to probably send to me, not knowing who I am, you're probably, probably thinking the same things that I think about when I send people my stuff. I'm like, Oh, don't listen to that. Don't pay attention to this. Yeah. You know I'm like, mean? Oh, I made this with no budget. <laughs> and like, Oh, just keep in mind this. And like, Oh my gosh, that like, yeah. Yeah. No, but it, it mm-hmm. is it is all about authenticity. Like mm-hmm. that's at the end of the day, like we have to be real with each other. We have to walk into these spaces where yeah, I call myself a filmmaker even though I've worked with basically $10 in my pocket most of the time. Um, but at the end of the day, I did it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, exactly. Like I I guess I wanted to ask like where did that feeling come from where you felt like your stuff isn't good enough? Is that from you internally telling yourself or is that some sort of omniscient force is just like fuck you all the time <laughs> i don't know it's probably some combination of both but i mean like you know especially when i was younger i made some stuff and it wasn't you know it wasn't my i i was devastated that i couldn't execute my own vision in my head you know like and i think that i was like i don't understand so how am i ever supposed to do you know what i mean but i but really it just it takes time and effort and learning and honing and uh, being humble to get better, you know? And, like, while I am not the greatest, I've grown from where I was, and now I'm able to execute my vision more. And, like, the more I do it, the more, the better I get at it. And um, I think that's, yeah, you just gotta, you gotta commit to the, the gross stuff and I think that's some of the best stuff that I've heard you know advice given to indie filmmakers and writers and actors and everything like that it's like your early stuff unless you're like a prodigy which if you are great like awesome I uh, that you inspire us you know like the like the people who get it on. but you also piss us off though (laughs) I mean maybe a little bit it's just more of like a man I wish I could hit that like the first time um but yeah it's like you know but but basically your early stuff sucks (laughs) sucks <laughs> and it does it does it does but you learn you get you know i think you know i've, I've done a crap ton of film festivals within this last year um and some have ripped my stuff to shreds and 
some have given me like great praise and feedback and like winning awards and stuff and I'm like okay you know just like kind of like accepting that not everyone is gonna like your stuff accepting that you always have room to grow and tweak and I would I mean you can't take every single note literally right there's a balance but like um being being and then willing to accept the pain for a minute like it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt when you get the notes for a minute and then be like okay where are they right and then go fix it (laughs) you know go fix it go learn and like whatever and it's it's helped that's helped a lot and I don't think without without that experience of that this past year I wouldn't be where I am which is still nowhere but (laughs) hopefully going somewhere (laughs) I mean I think as long as you keep on moving I mean you have that fire you're gonna get somewhere at some point who knows where it's actually gonna end up it's just yeah you know that that's that it's all about momentum like same thing with this like I wouldn't be able to we wouldn't be sitting in this, you know, in this space. We're not in the same room, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I never thought I'd be on this podcast. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, we'd never find ourselves in this situation if we didn't put ourselves out there. You know, we wouldn't have met each other if we haven't put ourselves out there and just been like, hey, dude, you want to come on the show? Let's have a chat about, you know, what we do, how what it's like to be creative and stuff. Um, yeah. I wanted to touch. I wanted to touch about something you said too, because I had mentioned this to somebody recently as well. Yeah. This idea of like, you know, why I want to be a director, um, and you know, I think you know because I like, I like people and I find them fascinating. But it's also like, I have a dream to someday, you know feel that moment again it's the adrenaline rush of being in the editing chair being behind the camera you're just like that's it that's what i was looking for exactly that thing you know what i mean and i can imagine like you know you probably growing up as a kid you're like oh fuck like how come i can't execute this vision as you said um you know when you want to recreate your stuff but then those times that like did happen for you when you were a kid that drove you to probably be where you are now do you know what i mean because you were just like there were like maybe pieces of those things where you're just like there's little sprinkles of it and then now those those little sprinkles turn into like big donuts on the sprinkle <laughs> i'm trying to go come up with a metaphor here no, but like yeah i hadn't thought about it like that honestly but yeah it's 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 weird cuz like when i think back to all the films that i did like when i go back to you know when i was in high school to when i was in college to now to like my last film that i did which is like complete garbage but it was intentional garbage because it was fun um (laughs) it was just me poking fun at experimental filmmaking um i love it (laughs) i'll send it to you it's quite i've been thinking about posting it you should (laughs) i didn't put my name on anything of it because i i was funny in college like i never put directed by or who made this or whatever because it was just like who gives a fuck (laughs) like (laughs) if we're nobody like it doesn't matter um but no, like it, it is very much like the reason why I think that I still want to make film is because I've had too many of those moments where I've been like, aha, like I got it. I got exactly what I wanted, either either behind the camera or in the moment, directing an actor or being in the editing chair and being able to line up that music just perfectly. And yeah. just it snaps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you had that before? Yeah, a little bit. I think but I think more for me, it's 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 the. It's it's the. um seeing your vision or even someone else's vision or even just being on a set of people creating that there are these just really high moments when you just you 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 feel it there is this energy in the room that is all 
creativity and all art and like part of that is those moments that are like something is happening like something is happening right now a vision is being <laughs> executed like we are like everyone's on the same like plane like wavelength and it's magic yeah so it's it's i think it's like a combination of seeing like what you said of seeing those moments being like oh, that was exactly it you know yes those mo- those moments are <laughs> so beautiful and just so i'm addicted to them yeah did you find did you find that those moments were absent in some regard to working in like the studio system and that's maybe why you got burnt out um because I've always worried about that for me. Like, yeah. why I don't feel the magic when I'm a guy running around on set trying to, like, you know, kiss somebody's yeah, I know, think some it's... some actor's butt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's rarer. You do have those moments. I think it depends on what you're doing as well. Mm. Um, but I would definitely, I did, I, I, I wouldn't say that they are absent from those things. I definitely, I mean, those were my first. It's kind of weird. I was, I like worked at you know at the bottom on those big on those bigger things earlier early on and they did hit me for sure um and i obviously it's also because they are so much bigger and it's a, a little more bureaucratic and all of that stuff you, you know they can also get lost a lot more easily um but they definitely still happen um yeah well that's good yeah because <laughs> i mm-hmm. was always worried about that like i was just always mm-hmm. like i was always kind of frustrated that like you know i i wanted to work in you know i li- i come from the west coast of canada i you know, people have heard this a thousand times over but you know i always wanted to go to vancouver and then i was like i don't like vancouver as a city i don't i'm not a huge fan of like the crowd i like certain people but i don't like all the people maybe mm-hmm. i'm just picky <laughs> but like um no it was just more of a matter of like i don't want to i don't want to make other people's stuff and yeah. you know what i mean i don't want to yeah. I don't know where that came from. It's like I don't want to make anybody. If if I'm not making my own, if I'm if I'm not making my own stuff, I'm not making anything. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like yes. I don't want to. I don't want to be on somebody else's set. And I guess it's the same thing with the jobs that I've had in the past, where I know for a fact that I don't want to be here, mm-hmm. and I'm just doing it to pay the bills. Yeah. And I think it would break my heart even more if I was going to be working on a set doing something else, and I. And I guess my vision or my my creativity, you know, I'm a part of a system that is creative, but but it's kind of like broken down a little bit. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I, I totally get that. And it's it's broken down a bit by the fact that, um, you know, it is just I'm just a cog in the machine. Still, I'm I'm someone turning yeah. gears to make it all work. And I'm not really, yeah. you know, being recognized for my creative arts in this space. It's just I'm needed yeah. to do something in a creative space to make something happen. I know we yeah. all count. Yeah. I know that we all count. Like, I know that our, me running up and down a set of stairs to get lines or a script from one actor to the next or whatever the hell is important. Yeah. But those, but those things, you know, we want to be recognized for more than that. We want to, We want our creative pursuits to be you know we want to be those people directing those actors do you know what i mean yeah i mean everybody yeah. needs a job i don't know yeah everybody needs a job <laughs> yeah exactly i think you know it's it's a balance of like learning paying your dues paying your bills being able to pay your bills and then yeah. also taking the step to get to that to get to the point where you are the director you are the producer you are the writer you are the actress you are the whatever you know that you want to be um, so that now 
because you've done all those other things now you can do th- now you can do that you know yeah um and yeah. yeah and it sucks because definitely but yeah, it, also you get it i mean i think i think there's also a balance too of like being that person running around on set trying to do things of gaining inspiration and of like seeing how like seeing and learning how it's done so that i can do it later like if i would if i wouldn't have done that when i was younger I wouldn't be able to do it now, you know. Like I wouldn't have a solid foundation. Like I wouldn't. Did you go to film school? uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was. Yeah, (laughs) I did, but like it was more. I actually got started in the industry before I did that. So let's see. I I did. I was originally a psychology major. I did two years, and then I left school. Because I needed a break. I was not. And then it was a whole thing. But, like, I needed a break. I went into the industry because I needed a job. And I was like, all right, let's see if this is... Let's see how this goes. So I, I, I fell into that. And then it was like... A t- like, I was nonstop doing films for a couple of years. And then I went back to... I went back to college not to go learn more about film necessarily. I mean, like, yes, obviously, in a sense... But, you know, and I, but I, I already knew that, um, you know, people were like, don't go to film school. It's a waste of time and money. Like, no one cares if you have a degree unless you went to UCLA or NYU. You know what I mean? Like, nobody cares. And it's, you know, yeah. even if you did go to those, stu- those schools, it still doesn't really mean that much, you know? So, like, don't waste your time. Like, whatever. But I really wanted to, to have a degree. Like, some, like, a bachelor's. I wanted to have a bachelor's, but I, I wanted to get the hell out as soon as possible as well. So, I, I was, like, what do, what do I do? So... Uh, the University of New Orleans has a film theater communications program. So I jumped over to that and uh, met some great people. That opened uh, my screenwriting part of the screenwriting part of my brain that I didn't know was there because they had that is the one thing that I am grateful to UNO for is uh, (laughs) they had an artist in residence as a professor and he was you know, a guy who worked in Hollywood, he sold a a crap ton of scripts and he knew what he was talking about. And he taught screenwriting and I was like, whatever, I had to take it. I, you know, I didn't really particularly like writing at that time. I took the class and I was, he, he was just one of those inspirational, like life-changing professors that, you know, really spurs you into something. And I, I took off with scripts from there, like just writing, writing, writing. And look, they were terrible while I was in college, you know? And I mean, like, they're still, I'm still learning and crafting and all these things, but like, um, had I not met him or had that class, like I wouldn't do screenwriting, like, you know? So it's just like these little things that didn't know. So yeah, I finished that after like two years later and had my, got my degree and then went back into the industry for a little bit, then came out and then like did this little dance of always keeping a foot in for a little while and then now I'm now I'm back in <laughs> but like <laughs> underwater you know like full body submerged so yeah 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 well no I can I can tell you're one of those people like one of my friends that I knew back home that was like either just went into I, I couldn't tell because we hadn't had that discussion yet but I wanted it to come out naturally where it was like I wanted it to come out naturally but it came to a point where I was like oh I just need to fucking ask did you go to film school um <laughs> yeah, because like because I know, because I know people that have been to film school that talk the way you do. Yeah. But I also know people that were just got into the business because they needed the money, and it seemed like a good time. Yeah. You know and I mean, I know those people too. And you talk like from both. I think it was more like 
I am so antagonistic and have been so antagonistic against, you know, um, going to film school because that's what my dad told me. He was just like, don't go to film school. Yeah. It's not worth your time. It's too much money. Yeah. But there was a part of me that was just like, oh, I really want to because I feel like I could learn the practical shit. Like, I think I could do it really well. Like, I I have the gift to do it. Um, yeah. I'm not trying to boast or anything i'm just saying that like i felt like i was there like i could do no, it on my own all. and it would yeah. light it would light the fire to like make me keep moving rather than going mm-hmm. and doing some english degree that you know has just made me learn how to have a conversation better than i used to which is helpful um <laughs> in its own right but it um it slows you down <laughs> a little yeah. bit because if you want to be in film you know i think the essence of going to film school is good for networking and like going forward from there but then yeah. it also but it also kind of like slows you down from being able to like be like, oh, I just I just want to do this thing, but I can't because I got an assignment. You know, I can yeah. imagine that to be frustrating as well. Oh, definitely. I had to turn down yeah. a few films while I was in film school and I was that made me mad, you know, because I was just like, I know this doesn't count, but whatever. But I am grateful for the screenwriting element and that I have that I have the degree because I've used the communications, you know part of it before but yeah um <clears throat> yeah i mean it is what it is i in, in general i'm like unless you're really really specific about what you want to know or what you want to do um and why you want to go to film school like if you're just going to film school because you think you're going to break into the industry because of that i'd be like don't do it there's other ways you need to go you need to go find the industry and break in that way but if you but if you're like no i want to teach or i'm interested in the you know the sociology behind uh certain films and i'm interested in like whatever a lot of the theory behind it go if you're interested in theater go if you're interested you know if you if you're like I don't know, but, you know, at the, at the same time, you can also go do, go do, like, AFI workshops and probably make better connections. I don't know. It is what it is. Everybody has their own path. Um, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not. I'm never going to tell anybody don't get a degree, but I'm also just going to say be know what you want and know why and where it's going to help you if you're going to go to film school specifically. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I got lucky and I, I ended up – I was – maybe I got a little bit smart in my, like – second year of college where i was like i think i I took like a film i took a film course because i was just like dabbling i knew that when i graduated high school i was like oh i can't be a filmmaker because i don't have the money i'm not going to film school blah 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 blah. all these other don't 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 Mm -hmm. you know i'm not it's not frugal or it's not um what is it it's not financially savvy do you know what i mean and so you know and then I, you know, I kept going to film classes. I kept finding myself watching Citizen Kane and do the right thing, like, over and over and over again. Oh, my gosh. Um, those are, like, literally <laughs> exactly the films that you're going to yeah. see it's way too much it, in film school. Yeah, it's Citizen Kane, do the right thing. Um, what's an, Nate, give, give us some other ones. There's got to be. Oh, my God. We have uh, The Searchers. Uh, oh, Casablanca. Casablanca. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! I'm trying to think. There, the, the list goes on and on. It's, it's. We, I, I mean, we did. I was exposed to a crap ton of short films that I probably wouldn't okay. have seen otherwise. So that was really cool. There are a few, and they're like, they're incredible. Like you know, to do like short form stuff and like just mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So some of that's very, very interesting. But yeah, just the classic list. <laughs> short films. I never gave enough credit. And I think it was yeah. because I didn't really ever take a course like that. And I, I actually didn't really start appreciating short films until, you know, more recently. 
Which yeah. is funny because I only ever made short films, but yeah. I guess in a way I only ever saw them as shit anyways, my films yeah. that were short. So it was just like, well, if my films are short, then everyone else's is shit, even, you know. <laughs> I, I but no, it's like I, I've, I've seen some really good fucking short films, uh, yeah. especially recently, like, you know, and and it's so, you know, and it creates a whole new meaning to the idea of being creative. Like you don't have to make this massive feature. You can just... You can do a short and then see how that feels. And you can do another short and see how that feels. And then yeah. when you have that confidence, you yeah. can move your way up to do that feature. And and hopefully by that time that you do that feature, you've surrounded yourself around a plethora of human beings that it will support you. Then you can bring with or will support you like you were saying. Exactly. 100%. And I think, I think you know, short film is the place to learn and hone your craft in terms of being a director a writer a director of photography like you know i mean really any any of the any of the roles acting whatever producing but um you keep doing short all yeah keep doing short films because they are the key to growth and the key to also showing when you when it is time to make that feature to showing you've put in the work you know to show like you're uh, a lot you're yeah. very much about the showing the you like putting in the work yeah, I, I've yeah. Got... <laughs> well yeah because I've... it's like i i i don't know i real i don't know why that is but it just yeah it's like <laughs> well i want to i want I, it's like i want to give you every reason to have confidence mm. in me if if somebody's going to believe in my my project mm. so like mm-hmm. okay let's go <laughs> so do you feel like you need to have like that i mean you brought it up paying your dues quite a bit mm-hmm. I've I've always felt weird about paying your dues. I think paying my paying my dues for me makes is getting up off the couch and writing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. For, it's you know that that's paying my dues. Going outside today on a sunny day and fucking around with the drone in like the Scot- in the in the English countryside and having it fall in some sort of paddock where horses are and having to hide underneath the gar- barbed wire to go grab it. Yeah. Those are the things that are paying my dues. That actually happened. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I feel like I was hoping at some point you'd click for you that that actually happened. It was a very specific well, you, story. Well, yeah, I was like, I'm, I was picturing it in my in my mind, you know? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Dude. That's so it was, cool. Uh, it was, a, I got... I got grass stains all over my nice pants, and I was fucking pissed. I Is was it, like, "Were you practicing, oh, or were you like?" Uh, yeah, I was just. Or? I want to be. I want to practice. Like, I want. Yeah. Um. Like more recently, like I've. I I saw some old dude out in the field in the same field I was in with like a DGI, and I was like, "That looks fucking sick." I've always wanted a drone. And the only reason I didn't is because I was like, I don't feel like I trust my, myself enough to throw like, throw you know thousands of dollars up in the air and hopefully it comes back. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I was just like, oh, maybe if I buy some like really shitty one or not like a shitty one, like a not high end but not bad one, um, mm-hmm. and you know, see if I can dick around with that and then work my way up to that and like become like a drone pilot in some capacity so that way i have that skill when uh, that you know, is time awesome. comes yeah time everybody comes, wants a know, drone pilot yeah yeah so <clears throat> i don't know it, it's not it, it it's just you know you want to have that thing i yeah. think that's the thing is like you you know we were talking about the people that you have behind you um i want to get back to the paying the dues thing though no. oh yeah no yeah <laughs> but can, can. but like i think it is like you want to have you want to have that group of people behind you that have those skills you know you're not going to be able to fill 
every single spot on oh, the God, set. No. You can't yeah. you can't be the jumping around on the lighting and the camera and you know all that jazz. You can't be the direct. It's just crazy. I tried it's that. Crazy. It was an epic fail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've done I've done it. I've done it too. I've yeah. done it too. And I mean, it works for me because I'm just so all over the place as yeah. a person. Um, but um, you know, it, it's not you know it's not easy to do. But you, I mean, I managed it. I don't know how. Um, but I think you know, going back to paying your dues, I think, um, I think, I think paying your dues looks different to everybody. And yes. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people paying your dues, it's very intimidating if you meet someone. Like if you told me, I paid my dues, and you associate that with, I went to you know worked on being a runner on a set, or I worked in the studio system, blah 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 blah. To someone like me who like just wants to be a filmmaker and get that out there and filmmake or just start taking cameras for filming yeah. that's really intimidating oh god do you know yeah. what i mean like that mm-hmm. that's really intimidating to hear that because you're just like well fuck like i don't want to spend like 10 years working on shit that i don't care about i want to yeah. make my own shit yeah right do i do i how am i going to find myself in these rooms where i want to be authentic with everybody yeah and and not feel like I, I i can hang with the boys or hang with the kids do you know what i mean oh yeah 100%. so yeah i think i think i, th- I think a lot of well look and, and i think there's sort of like an old school version of paying your dues versus now. Uh, and I got more of the old school shoved down my throat for a very long time. Not and not necessarily in a mean way, but it was just sort of like the reality of the business, especially, you know, even just 10 years ago. But like the this, you know, the system that my my dad went through and that my aunts and uncles went through and da 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 da. And it's very you know, you, you know, you got to be at the bottom of the totem pole and you've got to be treated like shit for years and you got to like whatever, whatever, whatever. And I was okay, so I'm going to go do that. I mean, like, and I, you know, I did to a degree and some of it was really not okay. And I think a lot, I think that that old school idea of like, oh, you have to get, you have to put in years and years and years of getting shitty, shitty pay, being treated like crap to get taken seriously and to be even to be able to take the next tiny baby step. And I think that that's super toxic and unhealthy healthy and i think we're starting to see some of that shift like in hollywood so i definitely wouldn't say like that's that's paying your dues now did what i what is what i did specifically paying dues yeah totally i, I did i put put in a shit ton of work do i think that that's what that looks like for everybody no and is that the only way that i've paid dues if you will no and i think i think it looks like what you just said i think it looks like Getting out there with the camera, getting out, like sitting your butt down in a chair or your bed or what the hell ever and writing those scripts. It looks like so many different things. It looks like, and sometimes it's like talent speaks for itself. I'm not some prodigy that just hit it immediately and like whatever, like somebody's got that talent. Your talent paid the dues in a sense or whatever, but I think it's just more about respecting. And I think this is what I think is what old Hollywood cares about more that you show that you respect respect the craft you know what i mean like respect that you respect like in that in that type of thing which but at the same time sorry at the same time none of those fucking dudes probably respected the craft i don't yeah, look at, no kidding. i don't i don't look at fucking um what's his goddamn name uh it's not you look at orson wells yeah. that motherfucker did not pay like you know what i mean like he didn't yeah. pay his dues like everybody else did he didn't play the classic hollywood game he right. just did what he fucking wanted like yeah you know what I mean? And that's how he made one of the best movies of all time. I mean, supposedly. Yeah. I don't think it's – it's amazing in in its integrity and how it holds up over time. Yes. And it's beautiful, but mm-hmm. it's not my favorite movie. No. Um, mm-hmm. But 
but no, like fuck that guy and fuck the system because yeah. it's like yeah. you know it, it's not fair for um, everybody to feel bogged down by the idea that like we have to hit this classic Hollywood system and make exactly. sure that we respect it because it's like no, I don't I don't have to respect it if I have a camera literally right fucking next to me that I can go yeah. out and shoot films like Tangerine or go out and shoot films like Uns- uh, Unsane. Do you know yes, what I mean? And yes. and be the next Steven Soderbergh. Like it's fucking bullshit. I sorry. I don't mean to go. I on a rant, lo- no, I like... love your passion about this. It's the name of your podcast, so it's all good. <laughs> um, it just it just pisses me off, man. It makes me mad that like there are you know those people because there still are those people, and hopefully hopefully they change their ways before they kick the bucket and leave this earth. But like I really hope that they see. You know, it's the same thing with culture too. Like it's no difference. Like yeah. it's. And I know that you can speak towards this as well, especially being a female in the system as well, like being in the industry. Like I can't even imagine, you know, how many times people have probably mistreated you on set just because you are a female. Like it's fucking bullshit. And it's nothing yeah. it's nothing I will ever experience, but it's shit that I fucking seen. Yeah. And it's and it and it's not cool. And it's and it's not fun. Anyways, sorry, you can take it away from here. No, I, yeah, I you're talk- good. I, I, <laughs> I agree with you one hundred percent. I you know, and it's just because we're you know, it's like that's their definition of respecting the craft but when we're we're respecting the the craft is is learning it and doing it innovating it's innovating yeah learning it doing it innovate and like going like paing through the studio system is one way of doing that doing it on indie stuff is one way of doing that doing it in your freaking room on an iphone because there's a pandemic is a way of doing it you know what stop I mean? motion like, stop motion with stop an motion iPhone. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. like whatever <laughs> i mean so there's so many ways it's just i think it's way more about uh your integrity and your like passion and and then like the skill set that you home hone and develop so yeah yeah anyway yeah yeah no that we should we should definitely get into i did i do want to talk about like how you feel um, because I, I did I did want to get to this question at some point, but it is always difficult to frame it in a way that's authentic, as we've kind of mentioned a lot. Yeah. The word authentic. Um, but like, I don't know. I always like to try. Like I said, I always like to try and come up with the, the way to ask this question that's very personal, but also like not like sounding like I'm repeating myself. Yeah. No, go for it. I, um, do you. Hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to ask? Right. Don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. I feel, <laughs> <laughs> just do like, it. You're wh- good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, let's just say it in layman's terms. What's it like being a woman in the film industry? Um, wanting to be that director, wanting to be authentic, wanting to innovate. Yeah. How do you feel? Do you feel put? Do you feel like? Here I am speaking over you as you just try to say something. That's terrible. No, I'm. I'm still thinking. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm still um, thinking. Do you? You know. I don't. And I, I, I'm totally spitballing here, and this is therapy, Brendan, going into my head. Um trying to help my friends uh do you feel like you haven't you know been good enough to make your own shit because of those feelings because of the fact that you know maybe i'm not digging for hot goss i'm just literally asking yeah no no no. i mean i mean i could i mean i could tell you stories of some insane shit i mean not that insane it's definitely not it doesn't People feel good. Experienced way worse than me. Yeah. Like, mm. um, of, of some shit that has gone down on sets before where you're just like, oh my God, like this would never happen to anybody else. H- actors getting handsy, uh, getting screamed at and called every name in the book by whatever, by, by, a by a higher up in front of an entire crew just for doing your job. Like 
in tears. You know, it's just there's some there's been some crazy happenings. Um, and, and that's that's one of those like, oh, freaking toxic things that it was played off as like, oh, if you can get through that, they'll respect you more. It's like, oh, yeah. no, no. Yeah. And I was too young at the time. I was too young at the time to push back from that. Or, uh, you know, at the time I was like, oh, they're right. You know, like I would or they thought they were right or whatever. I was like, you feel terrible about yourself. Um, But more, it's more, more, not so much. I don't think that's affected me so much in terms of me wanting to tell my own stories or anything like that but i've all but i've known that it's okay it's gonna be harder because uh to to do it um is it getting better yes like is this the time to you know like be around to be in this yes i mean like hollywood you know i think is finally getting the message that like hey you can't i mean like you can but like i mean please just don't only hire the same five male directors over and over it's and boring. over and over and over and over again. Like, yeah, I want to see their stuff too, because they've proven themselves and they're amazing. Make their stuff, but also make everyone like make, make that like, it's like you've, we've missed out on half the population stories for the majority of the time that film has been around because we just weren't given those positions. And I'm not it's not saying even the, that... it's not even half the population. It's just like it's sex of the population itself as well. You know, we've oh, got yeah. people with different backgrounds, different you cultures, know, his, like, heritage, different, culture, yeah. all this other shit, like different um, sexual orientations and, you know, yes. all this crap that. Yeah, no, it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that it's I like... want to I don't want to be handed something just because I'm a woman, you know, like mm-hmm, either. Mm-hmm. I, 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 but there are it's like you can't pretend that like oh only men are really good at this and i think obviously that attitude is going away or is i hope it's going away but it's, it's like guys we're we're just as talented and we have our our stories to tell and like whatever so like if you can find this many males to be in these positions you can find just as many females you know and i'm not saying it has to be perfectly even 24 7 because that's not real uh, but like it should be doing this, you know, it should be going, it should be bouncing back and forth between like, you know, what? do you know, does that make sense? Like, I don't know. I can't. Find yeah. Words well, the, they're like, never, you're yeah. never, well, no, I, I, I think I get what you're saying too. And I yeah. think as a viewer and lover of cinema, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to, I want to be able to say that, um, when I watch a movie and say that I liked it and not know who the director is until I look them up that I don't know, you know, what kind of you know cultural background they came from to really get that understanding like i i don't want to know what you know what set what their sexual orientation is i i want to just like know them for them if that makes any sense i don't want to have like i think it's cool that we're telling those stories but i want to get to a point where it's like it doesn't fucking matter anymore we're we're like all in the same point like we're all valued for the stories that we tell no matter who you are and um I, I think, you know, we're, I feel like we're getting there. Like, I, I don't know, maybe I'd be wrong, but like the representation that I've seen this year with in regards to the Oscars, you know, is it a symptom of the fact that we've been in a pandemic and we just have more independent films and more like, you know, more somewhat independent films kind of finding their way into the market? Or mm-hmm. is it because, you know, we are trying to be more innovative as a society to kind of push the fucking, push the bullshit aside and go like, yeah. no, fuck you. Like, I want to, I want to tell these stories by these people because they they have been not heard for so long do you know what yeah. i mean yes like 
some of the people that have been nominated this year for like Oscars, you're just like, fuck dude, that's sick. Like that's, you know, it's insane. And, um, but yeah, like, I don't know whether or not it, again, is, is it a symptom of the pandemic and the lack thereof relative, like big Hollywood productions? Do you know what I mean? That yeah. get nominated or is it because, you know, we're making a difference and this is, this is the result of that. Um, I think time will tell, mm, you know, mm. if, if this trend continues and, uh, not trend but you know what i mean if we keep moving <laughs> in this in this direction yeah. of mm-hmm. diversifying and hearing more you know like i hope i hope that they just keep widening the doors you know mm-hmm. i just hope they keep widening the doors but do it authentically right but yes but doing it yeah doing it authentically and not as like not some, a virtue signal not a vi- virtue signal not a handout not a like whatever mm-hmm. um there's a fine not, middle not that ground. I, yeah, there's a fine middle ground, but it's like you have, I mean, also being, you know, fair to a degree. And I don't mean like, oh, life's, you know, life's not fair, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, we know, we know. But like, <laughs> you know, just being like not so blatantly closed, circled, closed minded, like whatever, you know, like how it's been for so long. So, yeah, I'm hoping. It is kind of funny that like, Back in the day, if one actor, like, you know, if um, Paul Newman didn't want the script, it'd go to Steve McQueen, and if Steve McQueen didn't want it, it'd go to so-and-so, and, and, you know, other than all those other things, right? It would just go down the line of, like, white guys, and they didn't, like, you know. And, I mean, that's the way the system was. It's not that way anymore. But, I mean, it still feels like that sometimes. You're just like, how many more times? I love Chris Pratt, don't get me wrong, but how many more times is it going to be the main character in, like, any film that he's in? (laughs) (laughs) Like... Like yeah. I I love I love him. He's a funny guy. He's very charismatic and he's a great human being. But it's like there's so many other people other than Chris Pratt and Ryan Gosling. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that and can look, that can be these superheroes. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 sort of like fine, keep them in those keep them keep make your movies with them in it, but if you're gonna do that, also make other other things. You know what I mean? Because it's it's that whole thing of like I'm not I have no desire to take work away from anyone. Or that the people who are working right now or who are directing, who are acting, who are whatever, don't go anywhere. Like, that's fine. I'm not here to, like, take your place. But I what I want to – but I want – I just want there to be more places. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's have yeah. more places. And then we can – then there's way more to enjoy. Yeah. And we can have bigger yeah. parties once the pandemic's over. <laughs> oh, my God. You know? Yeah. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Do you like a good rap party? <laughs> yeah i mean there haven't been honestly i mean some have been super super lame some are super great it just depends on everybody's mood at that point but yeah i love a good rap party i i closure is so important for me at the end of a show it, like even if i'm just the, the freaking pa like i i need to go to the rap party and just like be with everyone because you know you're in this sort of like pseudo family or film family if you will it's not pseudo but it's different of people that you're with 24-7 for, you know, five weeks to three months every single freaking day almost, you know, and then you're, like, crash crashing on the weekends. Um, and you just need that time to, like, breathe out and just enjoy being, being around everybody, you know, in not you know steel-toed boots <laughs> so there it's important for me i think that's really like you know that's more of like a yeah I, I need i need that sense of closure before i can go on to the next thing and like whatever because you know i love i love you know i get really tight with people and yeah yeah no i feel that yeah no i i mm-hmm. think uh 
like I said, like going back to what we were talking about before the rap party question, because it's just like, I maybe I've never experienced a proper rap party before. Maybe that's just all my films that I've been a part of have all ended up in indie hell. So it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> so we've never had like yeah. a proper closure and you're just all like for a couple of years, you're always asking like, Hey guys, is it coming out? And they're like, no, nah, sound hasn't gotten figured itself out yet. And you're just like, fuck, dude, come on. Like, yeah. you just want to have that party. Um, but yeah. no, like I, I think you know to kind of close off what we were saying about that other stuff that's uh you know the hot button issue the hot topic um but yeah no like i i like the idea that um you know i'm very uh i'm very i'm a big advocate for indigenous voices um just because my i myself am native and i think it's really important to hear those voices like not even by myself like you know um i mean like i identify as native but i'm like a white guy when i walk down the street yeah. Um, <laughs> but like so you know, cool. people won't yeah. what people won't know until like won't know that I grew up with like an indigenous heritage. And I've yeah. talked to like indigenous filmmakers about this as well too. They're just like, you know, we've lived completely different lives because some of them have grown up on the res and you're gonna yeah. mean Yeah. <laughs> like it's hundred percent whole other and, world. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He- hearing hearing those stories is super important. when in fact, when it comes out, I'm gonna send you this uh documentary we worked on. Uh, okay. Of years, well, for the like the past couple of years, on it's about Choctaw stickball. There's a big Choctaw community in the middle of Mississippi. And, okay. Um, we went and did a whole documentary on their the game of stickball and how it's like the origins for basically every ball and goal scoring game that we have these days, <laughs> like in the in the, in the West and. Oh my gosh, these were just the coolest people. It's called Little Brother of War, so I'll send it to you when when it's. That's dope, man. Yeah, yeah. no, I look forward to it, and then we can um we can talk about it uh on the yeah. show probably. Um, but oh, cool. uh, yeah, yeah I, I think I think we're headed there. I think we're headed to hearing these stories more. I keep on saying it, but I want to say it on actual on air. I want there to be like a Native American superhero, you know. Like I feel like we've oh, we've got, would, oh yes. We've, Why isn't there one? <laughs> That'd be so insanely cool. I think it was oh just God. I don't I don't remember rem, I don't remember there being a lot when I was a kid. Um, like I just remember Thunderbird, and then finding out he died, and I was like, yeah. oh, that sucks. But then I was also like, is that an authentic name or is that just a name that like a lot of white people use for like? native representation is like thunderbird yeah because they can't <laughs> so think of anything itself... else or do research yeah <laughs> yeah but i mean whatever um i'm sure there is but it's just a matter of like me not doing the proper research it's just the ones that i know the one the one that i know um that i think would be relatively relevant would be that character but anyways but yeah they should be like they should be in, Mar- in marvel is what you're yeah, saying yeah yeah well like, we're we're final... headed there though like yeah. we're, we're headed there we've got like you know i mentioned this a bunch but we've got like wandavision now where we're seeing like you know different we got wandavision you know we got winter soldier falcon all that jazz like we have we have it's there the grass is being grown you know what i mean yeah. like we're getting we're getting to a space and place where we want to be as a society as a collective and getting to a point where we can say fuck everybody who says classic hollywood is the way that we want to go and i know yeah. you feel the same way <laughs> oh yeah 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 because, I mean, then, you know, even if, even if it's more, it's more just like, even if we get, like, if I get to the point where a studio is calling my name, awesome. I want to be, but I want to be able to put down, I want to be able to go to that, sit down with that studio and say, 
these are the ground rules and like this is how we're going to be different and like and not that i'm like this great whatever change no it's already happening happening people like more awesome and talented than i am are creating that wave that i get to ride and i'm so grateful but like stop cutting yourself <laughs> short dude oh i'm not I'm, I'm not but it's but it is it is tr- very very true but like mm-hmm. you know to be able to say like hey you know we're gonna have i mean a, a goal of mine is to be able to say you know like um we're gonna do uh short shorter hours and have more days of shooting we're gonna have a daycare center we're gonna have oh wow yeah like we're gonna we're gonna be i i want all of my films well at least the ones that are relevant to topics or organizations like this uh to be connected to some sort of like real life nonprofit or organ or, or some type of organization that raises awareness or helps in whatever topic that that film happens to be on like that type of thing and i think that we're moving towards more of this like not collectivism because I don't mean it in that way, but this community type of like do well together, help like, act, you know, give, give, giving things even deeper meaning. So that was a really weird t- tangent for whatever we were just talking about, but no, whatever. Dude. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's good. I'm um, mm-hmm. big question that I think I wanted to ask you since we kind of met and I found out that you're from New Orleans yeah um, <laughs> what's it like filming there man what's it what's the world i it's a it is one of those wonders of the world i guess when regards to filmmaking for me it's a place that i've definitely always wanted to see but i've only ever seen yeah. the, the not the nasty side but like you know the down and dirty side the <laughs> yes <laughs> the marty the mardi gras get your get your, yeah you know get your party on time kind yeah, of side. yeah so mm-hmm. but what's it like what's it actually like outside of the craziness Filming or just in general? Yeah, just filmmaking. filmmaking, Like filmmaking or – I mean because my only representation of Mardi Gras – or my – see, there we go. My only representation of New Orleans – Is Mardi Gras, yeah. (laughs) Is Mardi Gras and Swamp People, so. That's so funny. Yeah. No, the Swamp People aren't around here, but yeah. Um, It's a great scene, man. I freaking love it. It's, you know, it's definitely its own thing. Uh, A lot of big stuff – was down here for a really long time we were like the third largest state producing producing film um it was california new york then louisiana now it's like atlanta but now atlanta's changing some things or i don't know what's going on but i heard a lot of stuff it went it kind of moved away from here for a little while because the freaking government changed some of the tax incentives and now they've kind of realized their mistakes a lot of it's come back and a lot of it's coming back so that's just more on like a factual side but the crews and the people the we're pretty it's you know it's a pretty tight-knit community um and yeah there's there's a lot of great people and uh it's a i mean it's it's a blast i've had i've had a total blast there's been some not fun things but uh you know by and large it's it's fun and you got a lot of you know this is a creative town you know you the music scene is insane you know the in uh, the, uh, the indie community which is what i would like to see boom even more you know is starting to grow like in terms of filmmaking so um you know doing that uh and then you know i just some of the best like the best sets that i've ever been on in my life have been here so um 
And it's a shame because like NCIS New Orleans, which is, you know, one of the big ones that's been shooting down here for forever, forever just got canceled, which has been devastating because that was basically the best like cast and crew that I've ever worked with. And while I was not on it regularly, I got I had the honor because they did not have to let me do this. I had the honor, honor and privilege of uh, shadow directing with some great female directors um, on the show and just learning so much from them. And it was fantastic. And I'm, I'm telling you, those the, those people, because, you know, that's a show that was running 10 months out of the year. Those people were tight, very, very tight and um, very like just down to earth and like normal to work with. But yeah, I mean, I think I think that it has New Orleans has a special vibe. Louisiana has a special vibe in terms of what it has to offer filmmaking because you've got so many different types of landscapes you've got different accents like from you know all over the state you've got different looks of people and that's you know that's just like um production value you know added but uh you know you've you know the people the people just have that little spunk you know got a little spunk and it's it's fun yeah Yeah. well i think i think it's not only the people but it's the place too like it's it's interesting um, you know, I watched some of your um, your shorts that you sent me, and if you hadn't told me that you were from New Orleans, I would have just been like, "Oh, that's New Orleans." You know what I mean? It's it's one of those places where you're just like, you picture the sidewalk with a little bit of a crack in it, with some sort of dandelion gr- breaking through in some capacity. Like nature is always yeah. trying to make its way back in some capacity in that <laughs> in that state. Yeah. And, and but it but there's that rustic feel of like the music, you know you know you know what it sounds like you know what it smells like you know what it feels like and it's represented in film yeah and it's re- and you know yeah. I, and i see i see it i saw it in some of your film like uh you know i can't um like uh, your film uh unsurprised i was just like oh like and you're playing the music and i was like oh this feels like where it's supposed to be set like this feels real you know what Yay. i mean and, and it's glad. just <laughs> it's it's cool that like you know, not every city has this, you know what I mean? But, or not, sorry, yeah. not every state, I guess not every state, not every city has this, you know what I mean? Like, I come from, yeah. like I keep saying, I come from the West Coast of Canada. Vancouver has been every city except for its own self. Um, it's one of those cities where, I'm not from Vancouver, but that's the film scene there. But it's yeah. funny that Vancouver has, like, pretty much doubled as every other city, city under the sun. Except for true. Vancouver. Um, I mean, I know a lot of stuff films there, but yeah, that's a lot hardly, of stuff. It's hardly there. ever like set in Vancouver. You're right. Yeah, yeah. It's never yeah. like, hey, we're you know the bad guys going to Vancouver. Oh, where'd he go? He went to Vancouver. We gotta right. go get him. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So yeah. it is just a, it is very much like it is what it is. Um, and then when you like, I mean, you know, if you go where I'm from, it's just all very like forestry and like everyone lives on an island and you know you have a gorgeous wanted... <laughs> it's pretty great like a buddy of mine he actually shout out to kai kai uh, simpson kai james simpson or kai james or whatever you want to refer to yourself as he's a musician and he recently actually uh put out a video um of a uh, of his music video that he did for one of his songs and i i said oh, i i liked it um and i was like oh man this is really cool like it reminds me of home because i haven't you know i haven't it's very different. Like home here is different than home there. And uh, the whole music video is basically them rocking up to an island and just like partying there the whole weekend. And I was just like, I love it. I remember those days where we just like got on a boat and hopped on an island and just slept there for like a weekend and just got really drunk and like had a good time with some friends. Like, oh my God, that was that's ju- so cool. <laughs> 
And it's funny, though, too, because for me, like, that's what I grew up with. And, you know, for you, you grew up with this this background. I mean, I don't know if you've always been in, in the city yourself, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it is funny to, like, have that place that you call home that you're like, you know, I mean, I'm sure you probably thought about it, but I, I haven't. I've never been like, oh, Vancouver Island is this great place to film. I'm just like, there's a shitload of trees and there's a lot of hippies and there's a lot of people smoking dope like, like and, and you know and it's and, and there's a lot of islands and a, and a shitload of deer a lot of deer um yeah but wow. um yeah no like what for you is it really important to be a filmmaker from louisiana from new orleans is that something that you're really like oh from new orleans yeah this is from my city yeah from new orleans yeah 100 percent. and the older i get the more i appreciate it because i've definitely like i was born here we have lived a few other places and then as an adult i've also lived other places but i always come back here so like i i don't like definitely like it's not like oh i'm here and i'm here forever like i definitely have plans to live other places but i know that i will always come back here like this will be home base um and i am the more that i leave new orleans i it allows me to appreciate other places but it also allows me to appreciate this city more, especially in the U.S. I mean, like Europe and, you know, like Asia and all that, like wherever else is a totally different story because they've got it's. To- yeah, it's just totally different. But like um, in terms of, of, of different places in the United States, um, my appreciation for other places and for my city grows at the same time when I leave and when I come back. Um, but, yeah, it's very important for me because this is such a unique town the culture is so special and the 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 music and just the whole vibe and the the food and the people and this just this tradition of things that like i you know i can't even tell tell you what they are until somebody notices that something's different and then they point it out to you that type of thing like oh wow yeah wow like i mean like i didn't know i didn't know that mardi gras was not a thing in other places until (laughs) i was like an older teenager like i did not realize that at all oh Um, you guys don't you guys don't get naked in the streets yeah and like this whole you you guys don't keep your bars open till five six o'clock in the morning you know like what (laughs) um you can't walk around on the street with a daiquiri you can't you know like i mean and that's not it's not about that you know but it's just there's a whole it's a whole it's a it's a lifestyle it's a style of 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 living that it's much more I don't know. I don't have the word for it, but it's important for me to represent the New Orleans because it's gotten a lot of shit, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, like people. Well, like I said, con- yeah, like I said, like the association with the fact that I only know yeah. New Orleans for, for Mardi, Mardi Gras, Gras yeah. and like and like swamp people. But you're like, oh, that's not from here. And I'm like, see, yeah. see there's the problem is. Yeah, you know, like it's swamp. the it's the it's the Acadian thing. I think. The fruit, yeah. Like, so, I mean, because you know. you've got most people don't realize that, like you have the like the creole culture is new orleans and then outside mm-hmm. of that is the cajun culture mm-hmm. um and there are a lot of similarities but there are a lot of differences yeah um, see i didn't know that though that's the thing yeah like, yeah we have the we have the acadian thing the the cajun well, sort of background well, stuff well yeah because he- they came through canada like hello yeah, yeah. yeah. so <laughs> yeah and and and, that, and that's the the term that has been used way more you know the cajuns mm-hmm. and all of that mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is a, this is New Orleans is a Creole culture, and I I don't know I just like there's so many things that are underrepresented about the city, and 
the talent here, whereas, you know, people want to highlight it for, and, and they should highlight it also for these things like Mardi Gras, the festivals, the food, the music, da, 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 all of that, 100%. But also, there's also these other, you know, these other, the, there are these, it's not just this dirty city with people puking on the sides of the street. Yes, it's, it also has that. It's also mm. that. But it's also mm. got this really long, you know, history. It's older than the nation. Like, it's got this crazy European slash Haitian slash African like um background and foundation it's got you know there's just so much mm-hmm. richness here of cultures and 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 things and t- and the talent pool the talent pool and like what it could be and you know, like people want to be like oh there's just sort of like this you know laissez-faire attitude or what have you and it's like it's okay yeah yeah some of that is here but also there's also this here you know and then like people after hurricane katrina were just like oh everybody should just move out why do those people stay down here i'm just like man you don't know what you're talking about like you have no idea what you are talking about and why people live here and it's just like that's like saying why don't you leave your town for whatever stupid (laughs) natural disaster invades your area because everybody's got one you know like maybe there's a couple tiny magical spots on planet earth that don't get something Mine. insane that happened to it yeah <laughs> yeah well i mean what canada get you get blue we, i thought no you get no no i'm talking i'm talking about i'm talking about the uk oh okay yeah um, well the yeah. uk is like the one place where there's like no real natural disasters um aside from like flooding um uh, yeah you know yeah and well, but that's re- that's really it because you can just stay inside and that's what most people do anyways during the winter months anyways yeah so yeah and well, uh, look, i, get I it. mean that and plague mm-hmm. that and the plague you know that's a, oh yeah that's pretty that's pretty easy to come by here um like you know this this country is so insanely populated um you know it, yeah. i think it's like something like four percent 14 percent of like the original forestry is still here it's insane. There's like not a lot of like, but I mean everything's made out of brick anyways. That's why there's like, there's like little water stains on pretty much every single windowsill you're gonna see because it's just everything's oh, wow. wet all the time. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not like it's not wet on the outside. It's just this like because everything's so cold, it creates moisture, and then you'll have like, you know, Granny will have some black mold in the corner. It's just normal. <laughs> That's just the way people live here, you know. Um, I'm <laughs> sure it is to some. Con- lung <laughs> yeah they got a little little mold in the lungs that's funny. it's funny um, it's not but yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's funny but it's not funny um but it's yeah. funny like uh you know when our when my partner and i started first started dating you know she was always talking about how like you know if if a room doesn't smell damp in the uk you know something's wrong or something like that <laughs> <laughs> that's like, great if it if it if it doesn't smell damp you're just kind of like oh what are you doing here but no do you ever see i mean going back to new orleans and being a filmmaker there do you ever see yourself leaving and or do you feel like that's kind of your your place is this your i mean i'm sure you'll probably go other places to make movies and stuff but do you think yeah. that new orleans is going to be your your home for for the foreseeable future i guess for as um, a filmmaker for now, yeah. I mean, I definitely see. I would love to. You know, I have plans. Definitely, you know, as the world gets back to normal, to live in Spain at some point. I love Madrid, and oh I no love, way, yeah. And I want to go uh, check out Barcelona. I have not been able to yet because my family, like some, yeah, Barcelona. <laughs> parts of my family are from there, um, mm. but uh, you know, I want to live in New York again uh, for a little bit, and. Uh, yeah, I think I'll bounce. I think I'm always going to bounce around a little bit, but this is going to be home base. So like, mm-hmm. I'm here for a while, 
And then, one, you know, if things kick off, I'll be able to go more places and do more things. I mean, I, I will regardless, but it'll just be, like, what that looks like, you know? So, You're here but for it, a I while until you're be, not. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's going to be – it's important for me to be, like, no, I'm from here, and, like, I want to – I want to, you know, be one of many, hopefully, mm-hmm. reps of this city and this town and, uh, you know, for film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Now, kind of wrapping up here, because I do realize I've taken up a shitload of your time this uh, this afternoon for yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, I've actually <laughs> forgotten that we were doing a podcast a few <laughs> times, which is, speaks to the, you know, your interview skills. So, yeah, oh, this has well, been great. Oh, well, thank you so much. Yeah. No, it's been awesome. Um, but we're not we're not done yet, my friend. Um, <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, kind of wrapping up here a little bit, just coming to, coming to the end a little bit. Um, where do you find i mean i know this is going to sound cliche um where are you are you actively seeking success are you actively seeking happiness do you feel are you happy now um all those questions in between um and feel free to answer them deep i don't know it's just i don't know like i I, i'm someone the way i the reason why i ask this question is because i'm someone who struggles with being present constantly yeah. Um, it's probably why I'm creative because I always just want to live in the future, but I'm stuck in the, in the present. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. And in the past, I'm stuck in the past a lot too. And a lot of that just has to do with the fact that like, I can't move on from shit, uh, especially things that I've done and I, how, you know, how I've been to, the, I, I can't let things go, especially the things that I've done to hurt other people. It's just not, I mean, I, not that I actively hurt people on a daily basis. Let's not, <laughs> let's not say that, but like. It's I just, you know, we're humans. Yes, I get you. <laughs> like, I'm getting, this is becoming me answering my own fucking questions. Anyways. Um, but, yeah. We where do know. you Where do you <laughs> find success? Where are you? Are you looking for happiness? Are you actively trying to pursue happiness? Are you happy now? What's going on um, with you? I think, I think it's the human condition, right, to always mm-hmm. be seeking happiness. Like, we're made mm-hmm. for that. That's, um, so, yes. Mm-hmm actively all pursuing it i also yes i also think that i have happiness in my life you know mm-hmm. i think it's impossible to feel happy all the time like that's normal like yeah. you know and that would be yeah. that's for I know, crazy people the next life you know what i mean if you will <laughs> but um yeah like and uh yeah actively pursuing success yeah and i just you know i just have to keep telling myself reminding myself what what does that look like because success is not necessarily you know the 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 perfect plan you have it planned out in your head like that's like what do you mean by success like i'm pursuing my goals of being a holistic storyteller yeah sorry Mm -hmm. i didn't mean to interrupt but i i guess i should i guess i should preface with the fact that like are you actively uh like how are, are you are you actively like pursuing success? Like, how do you see success for you as a filmmaker? I guess I should have just said that. Let's gotcha. Yeah, I mean, okay. I know it's. A- <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, success for me as a filmmaker would be being able, having the ability capa- and capacity to be a holistic storyteller. So, whether that's writing, directing, acting, producing a combination of all of them or some of them, that's what I want to be doing. That's where I come alive. Um, and then also. Uh, you know, making sure that, you know, cause I, you know, I, I, you know, I say like, I'm doing my own stuff and I am, and I want to continue that. And that's like my, like very like 
uh, focused goal right now um, is to get these these things rolling um, with a few of the with a few of my scripts and um, but you know I, I I also will be doing other people's things in these capacities as well and um, I just want to make sure that the stories that I'm telling that come from me that come from my heart um, have meaning and have impact not just as a story but that that like I was saying before that there's also a connection to real life somehow whether it's through an organization or raising awareness or like whatever about topics or issues or whatever or whatever but in a way that is palatable and um inspirational and um heartwarming hopefully with but also allowing for humanity you know the brokenness <laughs> of humanity if you will but yeah no i am i would say i am actively pursuing it and um i i get little tastes here and there mm-hmm. of it you know? little sprinkles till yeah. you get to the donuts yeah little sprinkles <laughs> till you get to the donuts i consider this i consider this a big a big sprinkle oh well <laughs> this that's podcast. good yeah like i'm i was thrilled this is my first one this is my really? first one ever yeah well right? i yeah, i appreciate is. i appreciated your eagerness too because i remember you like you were like, hey, I, I really don't want to, like, you didn't say it like this, but I got this sense. You were just like, I really just don't want to fuck this up. Can we, like, chat before <laughs> yeah. we do this? Yeah. And I was like, dude, that, like, I'm going to tell you something. We're all flying by the seat of our fucking pants. Like, <laughs> Cool. Like, yeah. I'm like, like literally, yes. <laughs> no, like, yeah. After we of... talked that day, I was like, okay, this is going to be great. He's awesome. <laughs> we're going to have a good time. Yeah. I was nervous. <laughs> I rocked it with a drink in my hand. I'm not like... I'm not like, look, my show is what it is. And if people want to come and listen to it and appreciate it for what it is, I, you know, I don't really care anymore. Like my show started in a completely another other place, heavily like edited. And then I just got bored. And then I just ended up being like, fuck it. I'm going to just talk to people because like that's what I like to do. Yeah. I talk to my I want to talk to people that are aspiring filmmakers and aspiring creators, aspiring actors and you know, whoever, because they're just as important as, as, you know, the people that are at the top. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're at the bottom at all. I'm, d- I'm just oh, it's saying, okay. that, like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not yeah. saying that at all. It's just more, it's more like, um, you know, like everyone's, like I said, like I was kind of saying earlier is like, everyone's voice deserves to be heard. Yeah. And, I and I, it. and I, well, you don't need to, no, I love that. it, but it's very real. <laughs> I do though, because it's real. You know, it's real mm. and it's enjoyable. It's not fabricated. You know, it's so. fun. It's fun, and I think yeah. I, at the end of the day, like it's just like I like I said before I got on the call with you. I had like a really rough day. Um, I've had a lot. Like the last couple of days have been pretty rough, um, <laughs> and I've just kind of like I'm just kind of like trying to figure out what my life looks like with a job now <laughs> yeah um after not having one for so long and sacrificing those moments to be creative and hang out with people at like yourself it really sucks like that yeah. that sort of transition of being like oh you know what i've spent like a lot of time i've spent a lot of time wasting my time i spent a lot of time you know um spending it wisely and making up for that time that i wasted but now i'm at that point where it's like i have to have a routine and i don't function well under routines as much as i want them yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I think that is the struggle of most creatives. Is yeah. <laughs> you put us in a box and I'm trying to punch out of it. <laughs> yeah. But then when yeah. you're out of the box, you're like, fuck, what do I do? <laughs> like, like, you're like, mom, I need help. 
like tell yeah. me what to do um like that that's what it is for me like a lot of times i'm just like fuck like i need to you know i need I, like i was saying at the beginning like I, the reason why i asked that question it's like one of my favorite questions um and thanks to david wilkins again you know we talked about this is the first time where i thought of the question too is like finding permission in yourself finding permission from other people to create and be authentic yeah and you know be yeah. the person that you yourself wanted to be you know five years in, well how do i say this i'm confusing myself it's a, it's late here i want to be the person that i wanted to be five years ago does that make sense i think right? so yeah, or is it yeah, be, makes... like, be the person now you want to be in five years <laughs> that too yeah, yeah that too i guess because that, yeah. at that point at that point you're just kind of like oh i'll kind of like I've hit it. I'm done yeah. now. <laughs> no, like Matt, Whoa, I was funny. I think <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I said this in another interview, I think too, but um, as cliche and corny as Matthew McConaughey can be and cringy, um, <laughs> he did, he did have a really good point where he like told this story where he was just like, I want to be, I'm looking up to the guy five years from now, or I'm looking up to that, that, that me five years from now. Or yeah. You know what I mean? That was, his, that was his Oscar speech, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. there's so much truth in that. But yeah. the thing is, we don't value it like he does, and that's the problem. I think we're just yeah. all aspiring to be Matthew McConaughey in some capacity. Well, there we go. That's the new goal, <laughs> just to be Matthew McConaughey. He's so cool, though, right? Yeah, he, he is so cool, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I guess before we go, I want to talk a little bit about... Uh, your projects that you're working on right now um let the people know what you're working on and uh where can we find your stuff um actually no we'll get to that in a sec tell us about what you're working on right now and uh yeah um well we are uh i just got to work with uh christine snaps who is this big tiktok creator a writer she um also has a youtube channel and we brought her down from chicago to do her first comedy short film it's more of like a you know snl sketch comedy type of short film um and i had the pleasure of directing and that will release on friday so we've got that little comedy short coming out that i'm very excited about and we've been like all been all of the posts like the past week and a half (laughs) um and then I've got uh, I've got two feature film scripts um, that are in the pitch phases. So knocking on doors, talking to distributors, talking to studios. Um, one is called Young Boy, and it is a like definitely a kids and family type of film, but it's with a you know touch of touch of magic. Um, and then one is a, a little fun dystopian thriller. So yeah. Um, oh okay. Yeah, very different, actually. <laughs> Two very yeah. totally different scripts. And I'm working on... I'm uh, nearing the end of my first draft of a third feature, um, as well as a, a a new short, which will probably be, like, the immediate next thing uh, that I do um, creative-wise, because probably within the next month we'll be shooting this new short. But in the meantime, hopefully these, uh, these scripts are going to uh, get some get some traction so i'm yeah i'm just talking with everyone and putting together uh, a package and all that stuff so i've got some really cool talent signed on to one of the one of the, to young boy which i'm very very honored and thrilled and excited about and i've got uh yeah i've, I've got a I've got a nice little team shaping up for the the thriller so yeah 
plugging away. I'm just kind of, <laughs> you know. Dude, you're doing yeah. it. You're making it happen. Yeah. You're making the yeah. shit that you set out to do. You jumped in the deep end. You're keeping yeah. your head above water. You're treading. I don't know. I'm really yes. good at treading water. I don't know what that says about maybe the chances of me becoming a filmmaker, but I got really good at it as a kid, maybe because I was just afraid of drowning, <laughs> metaphorically and literally. So, um. <laughs> I was a swimmer, so I hear you. But yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. The The TikTok video will probably be out by the time that this episode comes out, so I'll yeah. probably just probably uh, grab a link from you when that happens. So, cool. Brenda, make a note. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, but uh, where can the people find you on the socials? Um, there's some of the stuff. So there's going to be a web series called Highways that will be releasing in the next couple of months. A little comedy horror web series uh, that we brought a whole bunch of filmmakers together to do, which was great. Um, that'll be releasing on through, uh, sorry, bleh, through Comfy Film NOLA. Um, as well as, uh, I guess my last two shorts are going to be up with them very shortly. I know, I know that, oh, I think I sent you a private link for Unsurprised, but I, uh, basically, if you want to see some of my stuff, it's on Comfy Film NOLA, uh, or, um, On YouTube? I, or yeah, on... yeah, on YouTube or through their Instagram and then also through IMDb should have okay. links as well. Yeah. Okay, cool. And what about what about your Twitter and your Instagram? I do not have Twitter, but uh, my Instagram is is Rachel underscore Jacob underscore Nola. That's cool. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Rachel, it has been an absolute pleasure and a treat to have you on the show. Um, and I cannot wait, as I say to everyone, because everyone's amazing who I have on the show, but you particularly in this moment, uh, we're great. And I can't wait to have you back, man. It's been thank so much you. fun. I appreciate it. <laughs> this has been so much fun. And thank you for having me. I love it. I hope we, I hope for realsies, we get to, you know, meet and team up on something at some point. Cause I think, I think it would be awesome. I think if uh, you're planning on going to Spain at some point, that's not too far from where I'm at. And I've always wanted to go to New Orleans, so hey you're always welcome totally <laughs> yeah all right man well right. thank you thank you so much and uh until next time okay sounds good thanks all right well the show is over that is what has happened currently if you've made it this far you are a champion among the people or someone who can just put up with my voice. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> I mean, um, I'd like to think you're a champion just for putting up with my voice, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Pick pick one of the one of the varieties that I just gave you. Anyways, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. Rachel is a super awesome human being. Go ahead and follow her on her uh, Instagram and her, you know, subscribe to her YouTube channel. She's super inspiring and a lot of fun. And I'm sure she would love to hear what you think about her work. So go ahead and uh, let her know. And if you want to collab, definitely get in touch with her there. Um, she's she just, yeah, I don't know if you got it from this conversation. She's just a super cool person. It was a lot of fun also to find out a little bit more about New Orleans and uh, what's going on down there. Sounds like a fun time outside of Mardi Gras. I wonder what the food tastes like. She made it sound like really awesome. I'm pretty stoked. I might actually head out there uh, when this whole when the whole world kind of comes back to normal. But I mean, what is normal, right? <laughs> I feel like it's cliche to say that at this point. Anyways, I need to go to bed. So I hope you all have a fantastic uh, next couple of weeks. I will be back soon enough 
But until next time, all good things must come to an end. This has been a real interview with filmmaker Rachel Jacob and scene.